and welcome in to the State 48 podcast. I'm Lisa Matthews. I'll be your host as we bring you just a new space, all things AZ, community, Valley sports, entrepreneurship, business, and really a fun place that we can all just come together and just celebrate what truly State 48 is. So I thought, of course, to kick things off here on our new podcast in our beautiful studio <laughs> here, the CEO and co-founder, Mike Spakenberg. He's going to be the first one just to launch this off. And we're going to we're going to have some fun here. What a beautiful welcome. Thanks for uh, having me on. Did I get your name right? Because that's where we've you been friends Spang. for Spangenberg. Spangenberg. Yeah, you, you okay. got it right. We yeah. call him. It's always confusing <laughs> me because my mic. Nicknamed Spank or Spanky, yeah. and everyone thinks it's Spankenberg, but it's Spangenberg. So. Yeah. So this yep. is really fun for me because I've been a fan, a huge fan of this brand since truly you guys launched. Well, 2014, I know you guys launched in 2013. Yep. Um, I saw it. I became obsessed. I wanted every shirt, and, like, I've just been on the outside looking in. Now a part of the team. It's so fun just to see just the culture here, just obviously watching how far – you've grown in this company and all the people that um, make it complete. So this is going to be fun for me. And we're going to bring in some cool guests along the way, along this journey. Um, but I thought, since we're going to be kind of just introducing what Truly State 48 is, that we get to know you, get to know the CEO, <laughs> is the fun little game we're going to start off with. Cool? I love it. Are Let's you ready? I, yeah. I even brought notes here because this is very professional. Okay. So we're going to start with this or that, the little fun game, okay? It's all Arizona themed because why not? Obviously, we love AZ. All right. First one, this or that, scorpion or tarantula? Ooh, ooh, scorpion. No. Ooh. I mean, I don't want to pick either, but yeah, it's I, this I'm or that. I'm arachno. Yeah. Nope. I don't do spiders. <laughs> But scorpions, uh, have you found many, obviously? You know, in my entire life here, like, I've only seen, like, maybe a handful at the most. Right. Okay, so for being a native here, I always get stories of people who move here, and they have, like, the worst scorpion stories. I'm like, yeah. I've never, knock on wood, if we, I, something. Yeah. I've never had a scorpion in my home. Oh, wow. Well, the, One. the scary part is they blend in yeah. to the carpet. But, yeah, not. I'm not a fan of either. <laughs> Succulent or Swaro? Swaro. Okay. I like succulents, little desk yeah. succulent. It's either this or that, though. I can't pick both. Tacos. <laughs> you got to say like that too. Tacos or burgers. Tacos, for sure. And I'm not going to... We have many favorite places here in the Valley that we will discuss later. Uh, the Grand Canyon or Sedona? Ooh. Um, Grand Canyon. Have you been? Yeah. Okay. It took me like, I think 30 years to go. I know. But I think that's kind of the trend now. <laughs> I think it was 26 when I went. here. Yeah. Uh, but just, it's such a beautiful sight and cooler weather for sure. Yeah. You have to do the hike down, yeah, do the waterfall. Do Why not? <laughs> I'm not a hiker. Gosh. Take the helicopter down and then come back up. Actually, I did wear my State 48 shirt while I hiked to have a Supai Falls. Love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is funny. We were just talking about this. Midday ASU kickoffs are Pac-12 after dark because we old now. So it's like. <laughs> wow. Um, what time of year? You just got this or that, uh, Mike. Come on. Night. Okay. Yeah, we can suck it up for some games. Yeah. It's too hot out there. Um, Arizona spring, speaking of weather, or fall? Fall. Okay. This sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yeah. Catch our sweaters. Um, this one's going to cause some controversy here, but the real ones, no. <laughs> 1993 Suns or the 2021 record-breaking Suns? Oh, uh, 2021. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm old school. It's just because it was like, it came out of nowhere. 
and it was just yeah. it, was, it was such a great team. I'm still still sad every day that they didn't close it out. But being so young at at that in '93, you kind of really remember it all. True. I, I mean, but I remember. I was four. I remember everything. I think we were out almost every <laughs> single game. So like, it was just so exciting. Okay. GCU student section, the Havocs, you've experienced, or ASU's the Inferno. GCU Havocs. Whoa, and you're they go they're they're go crazy over okay. there. I got to give it to them. I need to experience that. And when I was at ASU, we didn't have like a cool name. Yeah. We started the um, curtain of distraction. Yeah, that's, that's fun. Nine four two crew, shout out to them. Yeah. They're awesome. But like, yeah, GCU Havocs. They've set the bar high. That's true. I've seen. I've seen the photos. Looks a little claustrophobic for me. <laughs> the State Fair or Fear Farm? Uh, because I don't even know what Fear Farm is. What? Stay fair. You grew up here, you right? Get the, the fry bread, all yeah. the food. You can actually eat a scorpion there too. Uh, I don't want that. Spring training or training camp? Training camp. Really? Spring training. I mean, I love. I mean, March is such a beautiful time of year, but. Football is like that's that's like my, my well, yeah. jam. I guess it depends on like, but the vibe but, okay. at spring so, training. Yeah. I guess yeah. Beers, I mean, hot sure. Dogs. You I'm can probably see the minority then saying yeah, tra- camp. But it's just like the exciting part about training camp is like football is here, good weather is about to be here, all the events are here, so it's just kind of the excitement of the year. So this isn't this or that. Well, actually, maybe this or that piercings. Or tattoos. Tattoos. Clearly. <laughs> How many do you have? I don't know. A lot. You've lost count? Yeah. I know I don't Adam I mean, I just got my whole back done and now I'm working on my legs, so, so show show off that uh, state forty eight oh, tattoo. Yeah. That means In case anyone business. ever says, Why aren't you wearing state forty eight? I got my logo. <laughs> branded on me. I know, I was giving him Our so logo. much crap because he walked in here not wearing anything state forty eight. I got the necklace. I got the That's logo. it. That's They're how you wrap. Created. So shout out Nick. Yes. Let's get into <laughs> that. Actually, perfect segue. Getting into just the creation, the birth of State Forty Eight. Like I said, been watching you guys, following you guys for a while, and I love the backstory. It's so it's so unique. It's so cool. So just give us some background on that and how yeah, this kind of came to life. It's so organic as 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 they come, right? Mm-hmm. But and I was born and raised in Arizona, which was unique. Um, I always like not to be you know, BS anyone, but I always felt like I was put on this planet to do something special. And I always had that entrepreneur rich and always love clothes. You know, that was my favorite thing about going back to school shopping. And my mom can vouch for me as like laying out my outfits. And, you know, at that time it was like three or four, probably getting from Kmart and Tart or whatever and put them on layaway at the time. Kmart. And like, but then getting them, you're like, oh, I'm so excited to yeah. lay out my outfits and even having like a crisscross outfit back in the day and anyways I just always loved clothes and like I always loved Arizona like it used to genuinely upset me when people would want to leave high school and explore other opportunities outside of the state or especially going to Cardinal games at Sun Devil Stadium and most of the fans being the the opposing fans that used to genuinely like piss me off so Mm -hmm. um, you know fast forward some time I always wanted to create a clothing brand I spent 15 years in the hotel industry during that time thought of like just creating a brand and writing down names and Stefan um, who I grew up with my dad was our t-ball coach we were living together at the time and he knew what we were actually wanting to or what I wanted to start and he actually came across this website called down with down with Detroit down with Detroit it was a obviously very similar concept but just representing Detroit in every possible way so we're like, hey let's do this together so um, one you know we've got and we're like okay that's cool but who's gonna create a a logo right so 
Nick, self-taught graphic designer, came on board. Like, hey, let's just be three equal partners. And a cool story, too, is, like, Steph and I were living together and, you know, I hadn't thought about a name yet. You know, had names written down, but nothing would ever really hit. Um, and I come out. Uh, I was at my desk at home, and Stefan comes out brushing his teeth. I still remember this moment very vividly. And he comes and he comes out brushing his teeth, his teeth, and he says, State 48. I'm like, and again, I'm born and raised in Arizona, die hard. And I'm like, what's State 48? And he was like, Arizona's 48 State. And it was like the aha moment where I was like, boom, like no questions asked. We know we got the name. Nick killed it on the logo. He proposed like four different ideas. And this was, you know, he could obviously share this story at a, at a future pod, but um, that was one of his first logos he ever created in Adobe Illustrator. So really cool. We're like, oh, cool. We got a logo. We got a name. Let's gather up 1500 bucks and submit for a trademark. And then, you know, we were kind of working behind the scenes. and But then fast forward a year until it was actually, like, official. We're like, let's go. And then we just worked full-time jobs first couple of years. We were selling shirts at our home, spare bedroom, working. We did launch party on Tavern on Mill Avenue, like, we were hustling. So that's kind of like the why and how it became uh, State 48. I love that. Now, so iconic. You just see the shirts everywhere, no matter where you are. Where's the coolest place that you've actually seen the design kind of just unexpected? Uh, it, it, like, not to BS, but like, it's so cool every time you see it. And even like uh, leaving Nashville on Sunday, there was two different people on my flight wearing State 48 in two different rows. So it was just like, that stuff never gets old. But like, we see it all around the world. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, especially pre-pandemic when everyone was traveling as much. And now you see all that, you know, coming back and which is great. Um, I mean, people tag us in photos in Italy and it's kind of like, Hey, I'm bringing this on my vacation to let everyone know I'm from Arizona. I love my hometown. And that's ultimately why we started just to represent Arizona in a positive and fashionable way, because back then, which I think is very important for anyone starting a business, we were solving a problem. It was the corny three for 10 Walgreens shirts that were like, low quality. And it's like, we're better than that. There's a reason why everyone's moving mm-hmm. here. Um, so that's where the genuine passion comes from is just a rep AZ in every possible way. When you guys started, you know, obviously so grassroots in your apartment, working full time still, did you have a vision of where it would be now today? Honestly, I, I always knew this was going to be successful. Like, <clears throat> I don't know how we were going to get there. And, you know, prime example is that, you know, collaborations was never part of of our you know original business model we didn't even have a formal business model or plan right we're like hey we'll just make cool t-shirts that rep az and our sports team and sports teams excuse me we even have like you know i remember stefan's uh, ideas or you know maybe nick's drawings or just ideas of like you know creating like steve nash inspired designs and all these different things we're like so glad we didn't go that route because we'd probably be in a lot of a lot of trouble but ultimately it wasn't to infringe or ever it was just like hey let's let's do everything we can to just show, uh, put us on the map. Right. It was just like that sense of pride. And we just, you know, people loved our logo and it was cool when you were, you genuinely see like someone's, uh, you know, uh, appreciation of it when you would like just share it. And it was people you didn't know. Oh my God, I love that. Or like the people you didn't know, they're like, it wasn't like, yeah, that's cool. But it was like, Oh my God, I need. So that, then we just put uh, that logo on every color combination possible and just we're, just grinding on getting that brand out there. I think I I came in today actually wearing one of the OGs. It was <laughs> I know, all, it was that wasn't even an OG. It wasn't? No. It had to be a transfer if it was an OG. Okay. So, like, even JJ will still wear them. It was, like, a, a neon shirt with, like, a purple <laughs> logo. I'm like, oh, my God, what were we doing? What are you so doing? that's always fun to reflect on, right. on the past of, like, 
hey, everyone's got to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of our stuff sucked. Yeah, some of our stuff still might suck, but we're just constantly trying to improve and get better. Right. I love how you said we didn't even have a business model. So, like, going back into time, what were some of the mistakes that you guys made just starting off? Maybe just being naive in this space. Yeah, I would say the biggest mistake that we made is not even, like, we didn't distinguish roles. Like, there's three equal partners, and we wasted so much time just doing the same three, you know, same things, All like, all three of us doing the same things rather than, like, Hey, what are you really good at? Let's divide and conquer and let's utilize our limited time we had because we're all working full-time jobs. Right. So I would, I still remember like I'd be at work, we'd all be at work and we'd be arguing about like, what are we going to post on social media? And like, that was at the beginning when Nick was managing social media and you know, there would be like, Hey, or if someone spells something wrong, we like battling or wasting text and time on like stuff like that. Right. But like, I'm grateful that we just like would put stuff out there. And I know Nick and, and Stefan can laugh at it this at that now at this point, but it was, you know, we'd have those, you know, those battles of like, we were just overthinking things. And, but I think just clearly distinguishing roles and really creating a plan. Mm-hmm. But I also like, I'm grateful for how it worked out for us because we learned what not to do. Right. Every entrepreneur's journey, right? Amen. All the mistakes in the beginning, but, yeah, but you learned from it. Plenty of mistakes, you know, we made along the way and still make, but that was, what always sticks out to me, not creating a formal operating agreement or buy, right. you know, buy sell agreement or all this kind of stuff you don't even know about or think about. So mm-hmm. yeah. what is it like for you then now? Just for me, like I said, outside looking in, always vibed with you guys. I mean, it just felt like family <laughs> before actually becoming family. Yeah. So to see you guys grow and expand, but yet keep that culture, like how do you guys do that because just being around the offices now yeah there's a clear culture here and as you grow sometimes that can be obviously difficult to hold yeah, on amen. to and first and foremost i just want to say it's so cool having you here because i've obviously like you said been a fan of the brand i've been a fan of you and obviously being a big cardinal fan and getting to know you and your husband who's the greatest like just like knowing. oh he's gonna love that and it's so <laughs> shout out luke uh i can't wait for mexico city oh but my um gosh. yeah i would say like what was cool is like right when you left your job, like I remember we had pestos, we had lunch that week and I'm like, how do we get you on the team? Right. And for me to answer your original question, culture, like that's super important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, there's no, um, there's, it's prime example that we don't really ever have turnover and we have a small team, we have a growing team and everyone's, you know, uh, loves what they're doing and still motivated on. But I, I think again, like, you know, doing, you know, going on trips or events or, you know, just having fun. Like there's just so many things that we try to, you know, not be corporate America, um, I think sets us apart and, you know, just, you want to work with people you like and you trust. Right. And I think that's super important. And the cool part about our story is like everyone on our team has some type of connection. You know, Janice who started off with us used to date my brother before we even started. And I knew she worked in PR and she was one of our first team members and we could share those stories. Stacy, I hired her at the, at the hotel at 15 years old and she was working breakfast and, um, there's just everyone on this team has some type of story. JJ and Zach, we grew up together and like, that's, what's cool is like, as, as hard as it can be to work with friends or family, like this group, all the, we already know like their work ethic and their passion. I think that's always very important for me, for anyone who's going to come on the team is like, you already should show that you've had a passion for state 48 or Arizona or the love. Like it shouldn't, it can't just be another job. So um, that's what motivates me too, is like 
to put everyone in the roles that they deserve and get to the positions they want to be at. Uh, but it, and cool thing too, is like with a startup is everyone has the opportunity to, you know, the more they put into this business, the more they're going to get out of it. We need everyone on this team. Uh, we still wear a lot of different hats, but mm-hmm. I think that's, what's a, one of the, the, one of the most uh, rewarding things is just seeing our team grow. And not only like within the building, but even we can get into obviously the collaborations and mm-hmm. partnerships that you've expanded within the years. Like even just speaking to them, they have a sense of they know they're aligned with a brand that is real, that is true and transparent. So how do you keep that aligned with all the other things you have now going on? It's I guess my question would be, you know, as you guys grow, how do you keep that fluidity? Yeah, no, great question. I think what's important to myself and the team is like, we got to make sure we're always taking care of existing customers and our team, right? That, then that all kind of, you know, works itself out. But I think it's easy in business always. And, and I've been guilty of it. It's like, what, find the new customers, new customers, new customers, but like take care of the cut, the, your family that's already like investing money into you, investing time into you, especially on the collaboration sides, the ones that are creating co-branded designs or allowing us to be part of these great organizations. They're helping us get our name out there too. Right. So we did a, a partner event last year and that's our goal to do a partner event every year. Anyone who collaborated with us, we just want to have a fun night and show love. And it was just incredible that people that are spending money with us again, and they're u- utilizing our brand to help add value, they're thanking us for what we do. And that's always what I want to make sure is very clear is we want to be known for selling more than just selling t-shirts and hats. And that's evidence of starting a foundation two years ago, supports aspiring entrepreneurs. So we're always going to be real and humble. And if you're anything different, you're not going to be on the team. And um, customer service is super important to us. We have a lifetime guarantee on our products, like things that even I think now people have a challenge of even be able to call like someone if there's an issue with your order, like a question, like they make it so hard to even like reach out to a a business. And it's like, no, we make this super accessible and like send us a DM. We're going to respond. And it's just all about just showing love. So at what point you guys have the design, you start making t-shirts, obviously a couple years under your belt. When was a turning point when what I believe was a t-shirt company to now a lifestyle company yeah so in 2015 we started working with bruce arians and the arians family foundation uh i always like give them so much love because they they took a shot on us like we were obviously gaining some um momentum but two years into it like people don't know who we are and thankfully like uh working with phoenix fashion week brian hill connected us through with jake arians who's the president of the foundation uh bruce's son and then like nick or stefan or whoever it was like Hey, let's instead of trying to make you know try to shoot for the stars and shoot and and do a collaboration with Fitz or any of the players like BA is like that cool uncle like everyone wants to, and like the Cardinals had success and so anyway we pitched them some designs and that ended up becoming the Arians Family Foundation logo right that became like the Cardinals T-shirt you know the Cardinals had a ton of success and the and the best part that really like formalized like the structure of collaborations like that wasn't original again part of our original business you know plan because we didn't have one, but like, you know, it was just like, I think that's what's important is like always adapt and evolve as what customers are telling you. But like the, the, what that tugged at your heart is that Arians family foundation helps neglected children with a bad upbringing. Right. And it's genuine. They don't just do it for right. a tax write off. Like, you know, her, uh, Chris Arians, like she used to be a, an attorney and like they, they're what they say is, is what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
we raised a ton of money and awareness for the Arians Family Foundation. So, oh my God, like this is dope. Like we get to sell t-shirts that are helping us sustain and grow our business, but we're also making a difference, right? And that's where it's like, and not all our shirts are like that, but that's what really created the structure for collaborations. And then we were ending up on Monday Night Football and, you know, I remember uh, the anchors wore the No Risk It, No Biscuit mm-hmm. shirt one year and players were starting to wear and we were at all their events and starting to develop relationships and gave us a lot of credibility. Now, next thing you know, the Diamondbacks took notice. We became corporate partners with the Diamondbacks, started working with the Suns, and, and then it became more than just sports, but working with different organizations, Phoenix Children's Hospital, Dignity Health. I mean, we've worked with over 500 organizations, you know, in the last yeah. couple of years just on like the co-brand and stuff. So that's what like gets me going. And that's a, what separates us from just being like a t-shirt brand is all our relationships because like we don't want it to be a transaction. We want it to be a relationship. And, and granted, like, unfortunately not every partnership is going to be a long lasting relationship. Um, but there's just so many great friends I, you know, I've been privileged to like make from this and our team's been able to, to grow from. And, um, that's what you want to work with people you like and your trust. And that's what's been the best part about state 40 is just being involved in the community. The risk it, no biscuit. I think that's how I found you guys. That shirt blew yeah. up. Do you remember BA's reaction when he saw it? Like, Hey baby. I oh like yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's so cool too. Like even a couple uh, years after BA no longer, you know, being involved with the Cardinals, like we still support his golf tournaments. Right. You know, I was there in April in Florida and still the same old BA, like yes. I have a drink with you, talk to you. Like, and they're like family now. Yeah. Like Jake still lives in Chandler and, um, I'm always uh, super grateful for them taking a chance on us. And it wasn't about like, Hey, how can I, you know, get a bunch of money from state for you? Cause we had none, but like, how do we <laughs> just like, Hey, they didn't need it. They saw the bigger, right. you know, picture of like, Hey, let's make a presence in Arizona. It was, so yeah. Iconic. I think that one. And then the cliff draft shirt, although it was not <laughs> that was epic. in yeah. retail. If I remember no, we sold it. you guys sold but it. That was just like a, a screen grab of I like, had so many people like, where do I get that shirt? Oh, I know. Yeah, that yeah, was that was great. Some iconic shirts and yeah. and more to come. And we'll probably have Jake. You don't know that yet on the podcast. Oh, he Very knows, yeah. he knows <laughs> he knows what's coming. Yeah, he knows he's involved with everything. So I love you know you kind of went through, you know you caught the attention of the Cardinals, the Suns, D backs, Yotes. I know you have so many other partnerships, but speaking more on like the collaboration side because you have been able to make an impact the company, the brand with Phoenix children's hospital and some other just, um, notable brands and other companies. So for you, what has been the best part in seeing, obviously it's touched on the relationships it's built, but just being able to have a hand in some of these other foundations. Yeah. It's still absolutely unreal that these great organizations want to be a part of state 48. And, and I think it's also a kudos to what we've built that, Hey, we're clothing for all inspired by Arizona. Like that as that's a trendy thing to say now that you're all inclusive and all that's been since day one, right. you know, that's who we are. Um, and it's just unreal. Like I said, that all these organizations that want to be a part of state 48 and um, like even recently working with Arizona lottery and they were shocked that we want to work with them. Like what? Like it's the other way around. Right. So like um, I, it's just a blessing um, that we are able to help, bring value too. Cause there's a lot of nonprofits that 
you know, the t-shirts have always been an afterthought or organizations like for a golf tournament or a schools. We worked with over 70 schools this year alone mm-hmm. um, of allowing them to create a, we're creating a fun collaboration t-shirt for them to add value. Oh, stay 48. Cool. And then now they can resell it for, you know, fundraising efforts or if they want to give them their team members or marketing assets, you name it. So kind of ulti- our ultimate goal is to be that one-stop shop and, and for apparel and design in Arizona. And we just always want to add value. So yeah, working within the community, I'm sure you have tons of stories thus far, but is there one impact story that kind of just sticks out where you take a step back and say, wow, we are making obviously a bigger difference than just selling t-shirts? Yeah, there, there's so many, and I'll say, a cu- I'll, I'll mention a couple. I mean, like Isaiah Acosta, who's, uh, we met through Phoenix Children's Hospital when he was a kid, and yeah. we instantly bonded over like shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's one of, one of my great friends, and that's through Phoenix Children's Hospital, and he's had one of the you know, worst, most challenging upbringings, you know, there is, but like the fact that he's still smiling and making a name for himself, like shows you like puts things in perspective of like, what are we complaining about that? It's too hot outside or someone cut me off or this when, you know, someone that, you know, born without a jaw is like making the best, you know, like, so like that's one example. And I will say even recently, um, and I'm super passionate about our, our foundation that supports aspiring entrepreneurs because, Again, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. So how do we help, you know, bring value to other organizations, not us, just us, but our network. Um, so we just had our second speaker series that finished up. It was a four-week speaker series. And I'm just blown away every single night after it was done. Like, I was the last person to leave. Um, and it was just, like, so refreshing and so, like, um, cool to, like, get all these messages after. Like, oh, my God, thank you so much for what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Like, I've learned so much. Like, and that's just bringing our community together and adding value. There's no hidden like agenda or, or whatever. It's just like, hey, we know how <laughs> we know how it was to get started. Like we know the challenges, and we also like want to make sure, you know, entrepreneurship is is painted as like the sexy thing to do now, and it's like the easy thing to do. And you're just gonna make a million dollars being a YouTube star. And like if you could do that, <laughs> kudos to you. But people need to know. Yeah, how do we lot. do that? We are yeah, on YouTube. Right? <laughs> uh, how do True. we make that happen? Yeah, and, and maybe we're not the ones to give advice in that way. But, like, no. it's just so much hard work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. You know, it takes a, lo- a lot of battles internally, you know, respectful battles. But, like, you know, it, it's very, very hard. So we just want to make sure we can help others do that. And even it's cool that um, Joey from the Spaghetti Factory is part of our, our speaker series. And he's coming today. We, we bought lunch from him to cater for the team. So, like, that's how you like build community and just show that you're real and um, help each other out. So headquarters in Chandler, the Churchill downtown, and then what's coming next? Yeah, we got Gilbert opening up in, uh, in October. I've been saying like a different month (laughs) forever now, but um, the storefronts being put in today and fixtures will be coming soon. So uh, I, I've been talking about this nonstop, but downtown Gilbert's just the the place to be. Um, and there's just no retail down there. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll, be our, it'll be our biggest and best store. And the goal is to open up kind of more doors throughout the valley and where we can control the experience and the service. But um, that's going to be a, a great addition. Because I remember we had a big, like, five years ago here at headquarters popping in, I think, like, for a photo shoot or something. You guys just had that wall yeah. of shirts. I mean, we've, we first started in this complex. Um, shout out to Michael Pollock and City yep. Chandler for believing us. But... 1100 square feet it was uh we had one office (laughs) that three of us would share we turned one of the offices into a showroom so we could sell uh merch and then the other was fulfillment and we kind of just 
I mean, even one, our first like two years, uh, or no, our first year doing a 20,000 t-shirt giveaway with the Diamondbacks, we put all the shirts in there and then we were like stupid enough to like all tag it ourselves and, you know, shout out to Lupe and, and Nick and, and everyone else. But we had boxes like up to the ceiling. So it was like funny because it was like workspace, fulfillment, storage. And but all in what one. we learned though, and that's what we've been good at is like not trying to do too much at once, right? Figure out that there's a demand and then build on it, right? We did a, a going away sale as we moved into the bigger. And then the, the freaking line was like around the block. It was incredible. But we'd have people come there. It was like hot. And it was like, because it was just swamp cooler. In the, and it was like, but people would still show up and, right. and, and purchase. And so we, you know, invest into a bigger uh, space up front. And then that we were, it was like combination of workspace and then retail. And then we grew out of that space. And now we have HQ. And now, as you know, like, we're all like, now you have a podcast walk. room. Did you ever think <laughs> you'd have a podcast room? <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Actually, I did actually. But now we're like, you know, all stepping on each other. And now it's, uh, you know, hopefully the big dream of having our own building and be able to have a bigger space. The beginnings. Those are the stories that people remember that keep you humble, that keep you grinding in this, obviously. Now, take a look five years out from here. What is the long term? Well, that's kind of short term, I guess. Yeah. Five years, short term, long term goal. But you've already grown in so many different spaces, just creating a, a new, um, I would say, like feel to this brand, right? More lifestyle. We have podcasts. We're going to have shows for yeah. you, videos. We're killing it on the social media game <laughs> recently with some reels going on, but Shout where, Nubia. yeah, Nuvia, where do you see things heading for this company when yeah. you just look right now? Yeah, absolutely. So that's where I get excited about talking about the, the vision in the future, but we're nine years into it. And I always say like, we're just getting started. Like now we like be able to bring on such incredible, you know, team members, including yourself and um, allows us to really like focus on what we're all good at. Right. But, you know, years from now, you know, I see multiple retail locations, m multiple additions of retail locations, you know, the West side, you know, old town and Tucson Flagstaff, you know, we'll see how that comes together, but that way we could always control the experience and the service. Mm -hmm. Right. That's important. You know, we'll have our state 48 license plate coming in November, December. Cool. So, I hope every car in Arizona has a license plate and that benefits our foundation, which will help us focus on the, the programming side and be able to give back more. And so I'm so jacked up for that. Um, just to educate our, our uh, community more too, that we could do everything for them. Like we can create a design for your organization. We can manufacture, we can screen print and embroidery just your stuff that you need. We can create co-branded designs. Like we're going to eventually be offering video services. I see this as being potentially a rental for other entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs that, Hey, I can't spend 15 grand trying to get a podcast room going. Hey, rent it out from state 48. Right. So just kind of building that community and, and the foundation, we're two years into it and, and we've already made such an impact and, and we have so much room to improve and grow. And that's really with like one paid full-time team member with Alyssa. So shout out to her and, you know, Janice and, and our board and our committee, but it takes an army to do that. So really just, you know, to simplify things and we've kind of finally built a really good foundation of like, you know, just opening more doors and then the license plates and then really, uh, 
educating people on all our services we offer and mm-hmm. people don't know we could do screen printing for them they don't know we can create designs for them yeah that's what we do yeah and even down the road like people always like how do you take state 40 outside of arizona well we don't care about the other states with all due respect love going there arizona however <laughs> you know if, if you know we've already worked with a um small business um that's starting that's going to be doing a similar thing in utah how do we provide we can provide that infrastructure for other startups where they can't afford to go pay for you know the staff that they need so that we can ultimately be supporting other organizations outside of state or in in state um through our services that has nothing to do with state 48 so almost kind of like a a mini agency too you know yeah i wanted you to expand on that because i didn't know that you guys offered that type of service as well and i'm sure a lot of people don't know that so if you can kind of just expand on what that looks like for someone wanting to come in and utilize state 48 and their services for branding yeah so a good uh um place to to read all the information on state48.com plug work with us and it's like it'll show the art and branding services so that's really simple again like we understand not everyone wants to do a co-branded design but whether you're a startup or you know medium size large business and you're like hey you love what we do on the design side and our customer service we have really affordable options of just creating a logo for you maybe it's a refresh maybe it's something brand new or design say you're another clothing company but you don't have designers like we have on staff we can create designs for you. That's yours to keep. Hopefully now you're doing your, your screen printing, your embroidery business with us. And it's, we just try to make it easy, right? Like even our collab partners, like, Hey, like the Girl Scouts are prime example. We started with them uh, off a collaboration t-shirt and they become Christina, their CEO has become one of my great friends now. And like we meet 18 times a week and it's (laughs) about like our 5k coming up and they they do their screen printing with us now. So like if we can, if you already believe in what we're, what we stand for, like, why not do everything with us? And yeah. that's where we just ultimately want to help add value. Right. There's just and that so allows much. us to, on the business side, sustain it and grow it and right. you know, get team members to the place they want to be and also bring in new team members. But we have good hearts and like, why do we want to grow? So what was really cool, what I started to see beyond just the t-shirts was the role that you guys started to play, the impact in community. So what's the backstory behind even starting the foundation? Great question. Yeah. People are like, why'd you start a foundation, especially during a pandemic? But, um, that's, right. so, <laughs> that's when we launched it. <laughs> right. 2020. But, um, so Stefan and Nick, uh, grew up with Alyssa, who's our executive director of the foundation. And they recommended bringing her in to lead up our social responsibility because, you know, um, activations and such because they're, you know, because we, we were always doing so much, but we really didn't have like a formal, like, Hey, this is everything we're doing and like a plan. Mm-hmm. So we did like a big emergency food packing, emergency food packing bag, like event where we had packed 4,800 bags and like a mer- and like a world record or something like that. Um, anyway, as, as I got to know Alyssa, I'm like, this girl is so sharp and um, had a ton of nonprofit experience and I'm like, Hey, let's start a foundation of our own. <laughs> and, and so we started working towards that and also shout out to anyone in the nonprofit world. Cause it is so tough and you're always, you know, competing for the, the funds and, and such, but, and you have to do more with less, but that's kind of, again, the little backstory of, of how it, we brought on the right person. And again, how it ties to, she had a relationship with Nick and, and Stefan and she's from here and, as I got to work with her, I was like, yeah, we got to do some of our own. And where the passion is and why it naturally aligned with what we're doing is like, this is how we started. Entrepreneurship is why State 48 was born. The world now, more than ever, is resetting and doing stuff that they love. And I think that's why it's that much more important 
like how can we make a how can we play a bigger role in helping you know Arizona be a better place to work and live and mm -hmm. and that is like evident of like hundreds of people showed up for our speaker series every night whether it's virtually in person and people are wanting the side hustle but like hey do this in a smart way because right. a lot of things we did at the beginning were the wrong way um, but how do we bring our network around and just help because that's just the perfect you know alignment because we're all about collaboration so it's not us over here saying we're experts and trying to give all the advice it's like how do we bring all these different, you know, industry leaders or entrepreneurs or experts in their own field with diverse, you know, backgrounds and experiences to be like, this is what I learned and this is what you, this is what you should not do. Right. And it's just going to help these young entrepreneurs be sustainable. Yeah. So I mean, and we're giving away not only the funds. Yes. Yeah, we're giving out $25,000 in grants, you know, this year, last year we gave out 15,000, but like what people, you know, appreciate more is just like, free advice and like the being around like-minded people because we had a networking component to it this year and like you want to be around like you that's more so important to be around like-minded people to be able to vent and and off the struggles and challenges because if you're not an entrepreneur it's hard it's hard to relate mm -hmm. so that's kind of a little backstory of like why the foundation started and how yeah and that kind of leads me into the question because at the end of the day it's creativity that keeps this brand alive I'm in the creative meetings now. I mean, <laughs> it's just, you have to think so outside the box. You have to have a lot of people around to kind of just mull over ideas and bring some new perspectives. So how do you, and maybe your partners too, I know they'll speak on this um, in later shows, just keep the creative juices and just keep that inspiration going to keep, you know, turning the page, obviously staying true to who we are at State 48, but just keep the innovation flowing. Yeah, I would say in in my perspective like obviously we encourage everyone to bring ideas to the table now not everyone's gonna not every idea is gonna make sense um but that's where we need always different you know points of views and and interest and that kind of stuff that helps us and that's why i love these how these creative meetings even keep expanding and growing <laughs> we're running out of space in there but like hearing all these different ideas is 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 what helps become you know even nick brought up an idea today and I had no clue what it was about, but everyone else in the room did. So, like, you know, it can't just be a couple people, you know, racking their brain to think of this. And I also say, you know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, but, like, how my mind's wired and, and is that nothing's, like, ever good enough. And that's, like, you know, it, it could be, you know, sad, but it also is, like, what motivates me to keep going. And, like, hey, yeah, we just landed this, but I'm thinking 10 steps ahead of, like, what do we need to do now to be ahead of the curve and to make sure we're sustainable and growing and ultimately have that responsibility of making sure everyone's thriving and we don't trend the other way. And I'm proud to say nine years into we've grown year over year, but like that's where the passion comes for me is like, this is my calling in life. Like I know it might sound dumb, but like, you know, or selling t like it's so much more than selling t-shirts and like, that's my identity now is just like, um, the relationship building and like state 48 has like brought so much joy to my life and that's be able to work with people you know i like and respect and you know appreciate like that's what that's what gets me fired up and like you know working so much and like people always like you need to chill out relax but i, I it's your passion genuinely yeah. love work so it's yeah. like i i'm more like not myself if i'm not working or if i you know those couple of days off sometimes don't get me wrong or refreshing but like yeah. it's just not what gets me going 
nine years in and truly just the beginning. Amen. Just like this podcast, <laughs> so fun. We're going to have a yep. lot of guests come in here. Cannot wait to just be on this journey with you guys and just bring in all things AZ. Can't wait. No, we're so grateful to Did have you. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Kick out, kicking yeah, things off here? I love talking work. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be doing that a lot. But yeah, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Of course, you can go to all of our social media channels. We're State 48. And be sure to just plug in. And we'll see you next week. State 48, all spelled out. No number. There you go. <laughs> Keep the branding together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thank you.